Greetings, gentle beings, and welcome to Rip EU, the Star Wars Expanded Universe podcast that is true from a certain point of view. I'm your co-host, Ben Camo. And I'm James Murphy. Uh, we are doing our solos episode today, uh, just a quick little jaunt down some Star Wars nostalgia. Um, we thought maybe we would do our uh, our earliest Star Wars memory, some of our, uh, talk about some of the, um, some of our favorite and earliest uh, recollections from the Star Wars universe, assuming it's basically the the proto like the 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 origins of our of our Star Wars fandom, you know. Yeah, we're we're doing our own origin stories here. <laughs> um, uh, I liked yours. Uh, we were just quickly chatting about it. I liked your. You yeah, want to go my, first? Yeah, my earliest. So my earliest memory is uh, my dad back back in the uh, early eighties because that's how old I am. Um, <laughs> He would, uh, we'd get, you know, every couple months or every so many, you know, billing cycles, HBO would try to entice us. This was back in the early days of, you know, HBO and stars, <laughs> yeah, right, premium right. channels. And they'd throw us a bone and we'd get HBO free for a week. And, you know, back in the day, HBO didn't have any, any really original content. And it didn't start until like the 2000s. They would just play movies that had just come out in theaters. And that was kind of, that was cool. And it was novel at the time, but they'd not be always be on really, really late. So what my dad was, would do is he, he had this VHS, uh, player and he would buy blank vhs's and he would just tape the movies off tv that he th- he thought that i would be interested in you were every or your dad's like every cable company's biggest fear like right, that well he never had like a an unscramble or anything crazy you know but he's you know the early before we had torrents i know for some of you maybe that is that's unthinkable but we had to tape things off tv or dub tapes from our friends or something and uh so he taped empire strikes back none of the other movies i mean this was probably like 84 85 like or maybe 86 i you know late late in the game so it was probably the first time it was on tv or, or whatever yeah and he taped it he didn't tape star wars a new hope he didn't tape jedi um he just taped empire so the first star wars movie i ever watched was empire strikes back oh right yeah you've told me that before that was kind of your... i came in cold to yeah, the yeah. middle of the trilogy so for me, I mean, and I love Empire. That's that's the one I always go back to the most. Uh, it's my favorite of, of all the movies. Um, I think it's it just stems from from that from that that crummy little tape that just said Empire on the label. You know, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I can like was that what house was that? Was that when you were in Framingham? Yeah, that was Framingham. But we I carried that tape with me um, for a long time in, in, to Medway until the re releases came out on. Uh, DVD. Yeah, see, I, I I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember watching all of the I remember watching all of those uh, um, all of those VHSs like in um, at my house and our at our, yeah. our friends' basements. I don't know if we were watching it at your house. I can't remember specifically, but I do remember taking my tapes from people's houses and like right. bringing them over and like because um I had um I did have tapes that were not special edition. I remember. Yeah, you had the the classic tapes, which I came across at a Goodwill store a little while ago. They were in pretty good shape, and they were not that expensive, and I didn't buy them. I'm kind of still kicking myself, <laughs> but I just don't want to be that guy who, like, I already buy vinyl, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't want to also be that guy now who who buys uh, VHS tapes, <laughs> although I follow some of these VHS collectors on Instagram. It's like my new thing. I used to follow vinyl people for a long time, and I follow Wait, there are VHS collectors? There are people who collect VHS, <laughs> but it's cool It's cool stuff, you know? Like, they've got the original yeah? Alien. Is it? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're talking to the wrong dude. You're talking to a guy whose earliest memory, favorite memories are 
VHS tapes. So I, I kind of <laughs> pirating. Uh, yeah, pirating VHS tapes. VHS tapes. Um, well, I don't think it's any better than mine. I think my earliest. I have a terrible memory because it's filled with Star Wars knowledge, not with like real life <laughs> That's events. Okay. Um, but uh, one of my earliest memories of Star Wars uh, is um, walking through. I think it was uh, like a Target or something like that, or it, it was a big box store. Right. Walking through with my mom, and um, they had an ATST Walker, um, the ATST Walker player, like toy or whatever it was. Right. And I wanted it so badly. It, it, they called it a chicken walker, I'm pretty sure I remember <laughs> on the outside of the right. packaging. And I was like, which is basically what it was known as for the longest time. It's it's probably Return of the Jedi, because I don't think they had uh, um, an action figure. You know, they, they didn't have a vehicle, a, pl- uh, yeah. a toy vehicle for it after its appearance in Empire. So it must have been Return of the Jedi. I had definitely seen the movies up to that point because I remember knowing what it was and recognizing Star Wars. But prob- but I don't I don't remember like seeing it for the first time very specifically. I was obviously really young. Um, and I think for the longest time, we just had the VHS of A New Hope. We didn't have the other ones. Um, but uh, I wanted that chicken walker i wanted the chicken walker so bad and i remember just whining to my mom about it i just wanted it so bad and i and what's so funny is that's not like it's because uh, star wars toys you remember me as a kid i had so many star wars toys oh, and yeah. i played with them all i mean i was no like there was no like well i better keep it in the box <laughs> i was no. not that guy i don't follow um like I, I'm not interested in collecting toys or doing, to- you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. there are other podcasts where people get into Star Wars through the toys because they like to collect them. I just wanted to play with them and do everything. Well, you were a is. kid. Well, but I mean, I was I I was obsessed with like I I would I remember my Christmas list as a kid would be there'd be one page that was just specific Star Wars action figures I didn't have yet, and it was <laughs> and it was useful because members of my family who didn't live. Um, around where we lived yeah. could like go to other Toys R Us's and Walmarts so like they would in theory have a slightly different variety of what like that's how I got some of my more uh, unusual uh, the the power of the force collector you know like and that's what actual grown men do now is that <laughs> different dudes uh, and, and men and I should say men and women it's mostly men they you know they have networks now and you know someone checks the uh, the, the Walmart in Boise <laughs> and then someone in New York checks you know the the one in Albany and uh then they they mail each other you know um, whatever it is but I I loved that stuff I think that's how because I loved um AT-ATs and ATSTs were like my favorite yeah. vehicles in the Star Wars universe and I used to play with those like all the goddamn time and I think it definitely stems from him I never got that chicken walker like set by the way I never and I got you could I, rectify that now you're a grown man with your own income you could go <laughs> online and buy yourself an ATSD um and I was um uh and it totally influenced like like I loved like being obsessed with the vehicles what my parents took away from that was that I, I loved that kind of crap and they didn't buy me a whole lot of the, the large vehicles like I think I only had the X-Wing and the AT-AT I didn't have any like oh and a TIE Fighter but I didn't have any other ones like there were a lot of other vehicles you could like put the action figures inside like the Millennium right. Falcon right right Y-Wings and A-Wings um but my parents weren't into that. But what they did take away from that was that I liked the 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 mechanics and machinery of it. And so they started getting me the Star Wars reference books from mm, that point on. I, I remember those. And that's basically the end of my life right there. That's where everything goes downhill for me as a as an adult. Like that early in my childhood, becoming obsessed with 
the critical reference knowledge of an imaginary universe. <laughs> That's, I think, a lot of my character flaws stem, stem from. from your obsessiveness about certain other things, like like knowing a whole lot about um, Soro sub technologies or Blast Tech Blaster technologies, or you know, like you, or and the you, had those for, you had those for for both uh, Star Wars and Star Trek. Oh yeah, I did have the Star Trek ones, and I remember being a kid, and um, I would be a kid, and I'd have all my toys out, and I had Jurassic Park toys. Yeah, I had Star Trek toys and I had Star Wars toys and basically fell into those categories. And I remember thinking like, I, I can really remember being in my room and looking at him and being like, well, which one of these stories is going to last the longest? Because I should probably commit to that one. Like, because I can't, I can't, I can't possibly like three different like <laughs> things. You know, I have to have one fan. I have to be one fan. And I remember thinking like, well, Jurassic Park, I mean, that island's not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, those dinosaurs are always going to be there. So, okay, that one's in the running. <laughs> but, like, I, uh, um, yeah, I decided that Star Wars was like the way I wanted to go. And I basically stopped being into other, you know, like I stopped, like I didn't watch, I didn't watch Star Trek anymore. And I didn't like follow any other fandoms or whatever. I never got into superhero comics yeah. because I was like, Star Wars, that's my, this is going to be like, this story lasts the longest right. for me. Right. And, but ironically, all three of those things still around still around still, still pumping still pumping out still pumping mediocre to terrible movies <laughs> there's hope for star trek beyond there's no hope for jurassic park at this point that it's beyond saving um yeah i think my memories really revolve i think mostly around the films i was i'm always a, i'm a, a big much bigger movie kid i think i always had toys and i love toys um uh but for me, a lot of my best memories of childhood were really specific films. Like, I remember being really into Indiana Jones and being really into Star Wars and um, a Ghostbusters tape that I wore out. Um, <laughs> and I will be seeing the new one because fuck off, <laughs> all of you. I'm going to see the new one. I'm going to see the new one. I hope it's good. I hope it's really good. Yeah, I hope it's awesome. Um, anyway. Like, like there's like serious like Star Wars level fandom about Ghostbusters. It's seriously angry about <laughs> people just lashing out at anyone who's excited for it or in Paul Fate. Just anyway, it, our, our movie. Anyway, my memories are all movie based for me, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which maybe also is the end of my adulthood. You know, <laughs> is why I'm still way too into film as, as an adult. Um, it went away for a while, and unfortunately, in college, I had friends who were really into movies, and and that reawakened it. Um, but yeah, and even seeing, I think one of my other big uh, ones for me is seeing Jedi for your birthday uh, during the re-release back in 97. Oh, shit. You were really excited when that one came out. I don't know if, I don't remember seeing A New Hope or Empire in theaters. We might have seen them. I shit, might have seen right. them. you're right. I forgot I all about that. very distinctly remember going with you and a bunch of other kids to see uh, Return of the Jedi. So this is what I'm talking about. I prefer, I started this Solos podcast with, I have no personal memories because my all of the space in my brain has been taken up by Star Wars reference material. <laughs> right. I forgot that really awesome birthday you just reminded me. It was great. It was great. I, you that know sticks with me. You know what's a bummer about that, though, is like I, I think I was really jazzed about the special edition Return of the Jedi because I thought, oh, this is it. This is going to be great because um, you saw, like, I really love... I. Sue me. I really like the special edition version of the Battle of Yavin. I liked the the effects that they added because right. you get to see more of the space battle. Yeah. And I was like, 
very tastefully, I thought they added enough depth to what they did with the special effects by by showing a little bit more of the dog fighting mm-hmm. and kind of cleaning up some of the, like what the hell's going on. Um, that I thought that was really excellent. Like there's like that scene like where I think um, there's a tie fighter behind there's a tie fighter behind Luke and it's like swir- it's like swinging back and forth and, mm-hmm. and Biggs flies in and nails it. Like yeah. they do a much better job with the special edition making that kind of cohesive and uh, and I think it looks cool. Um, like I said, I love the vehicles. So you uh, hope they were going to do the same thing with Jedi. And then they basically just, cause my, what's my favorite space battle battle of Endor. Right. That's why return of the Jedi is my favorite one. And, uh, and they just decided not to put any of that in there. <laughs> yeah. They didn't do anything. <laughs> they left, they left battle of Endor as is, but they really had to add in that drummer. <laughs> yeah. That, and that singer. <laughs> I think for my money, if we're, if we're going to take a, a sideline into those special editions, uh, Empire Strikes Back is the only one that actually benefits from the additions he made. I think Bespin looks better. I think that he because he he kind of expands the background. Oh, Empire a lot. does. Yeah. Oh, I see. What uh, you're he doesn't add anything superfluous as far as I'm concerned. I think he adds a few little tweaks to maybe Boba Fett's slave one ship. It looks uh, a little better. Or something. The Wampa scene. The which Wampa they weren't able to film is better. Yeah. Um, there's like little things that it, he tweaked it, but he didn't just throw random stuff in. Like I always complain in in, in uh, A New Hope that when they first pull into Mos Eisley, he adds all those. Oh yeah, creatures. you you hate and he, that. And he, he but he ruins the the depth of field because there's like a creature that walks across, <laughs> and it's obviously not there, and it's it's jarring because it's clearly just a thing that's being pulled in front of the, the yeah, sc- yeah. A, a 3D field. Um, yeah, and Return of the Jedi, he added too much stuff. But anyway, I had he a lot added of too much stuff in Return of the Jedi. Well, he gave the Sarlacc a mouth that was yeah. kind of lame. I and mean, then he it added, is a mouth. And then he added like twenty minutes to the Jabba, which, man, I watched Jedi uh, a couple weeks ago because I realized I hadn't watched it in a long time, and we had had a, a conversation, we had an argument at New- on New Year's about which Star Wars was the best Star Wars. <laughs> we had a really heated, <laughs> drunken argument. <laughs> oh, you were heated. I was too drunk and too mellowed out to understand that you were angry, but your fiance got really worried. <laughs> like everyone got really quiet and you were like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I, um, what, what were we my, my, exa- my exact argument was, um, I didn't think, um, the, the fact that Lucas had made sequels to a new hope was immaterial because I thought a new hope was basically oh. a perfect sci-fi film that could stand on its own. Oh, and if yeah, he had never yeah, made yeah. any sequels, it wouldn't matter because Star Wars would still be very influential. It just wouldn't be as, as fully, we wouldn't have been saturated. I'm getting angrier and angrier. And I remember, <laughs> I remember you got really angry and you were like, that's stupid <laughs> or something. And then it got really quiet. And uh, one of our friends was just sitting in the, in the corner and he's like, actually, that's a really good point. <laughs> uh, I'm, with, I'm with James. And I was like, okay, well, let's just change the topic. Um no, yeah, it's yeah, because it is funny that so much of Star Wars to me was in my like my fandom as a kid was in my own head. Like my earliest memories are playing with the Star Wars toys, yeah. and and yours are are through the film necessary. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I definitely had the film. I watched the films a million times. But um, yeah, Star Wars as a um, as a as a as a sandbox as a as a place to to play and do the things in um, to borrow a term of yours. That is really where where my fandom went great and so like to get all the reference books man i didn't need i didn't need a um a movie you know i didn't need a um a comic book you know but yeah. i had the reference books and the action figures i could put it together man i could yeah. do whatever and i were, wanted and, and you're more you're more uh, artistically inclined than i am i remember you you drew a lot i mean you oh yeah you i drew invented a lot of star wars characters you invented yeah. characters i think and that was 
And I mean, and that's a good. I mean, I think that's a good outlet for kids to to have that kind of creativity. That it's it sparked creativity instead of having you. And maybe this is this is why I am as an adult. You weren't sitting in front of a TV watching a movie, letting <laughs> someone else tell you the story. No, I was sitting um, alone in my room playing with action figures. Yeah, <laughs> uh, same difference. Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I never really got into. I never got into the. I mean, I read the books. I like the books. I mean, those are the two things I like to do as a kid: is watch movies and read. And it's nothing's changed. Um, <laughs> so I think the books to me. Um, were cool and I always liked I think this is this is another thing is that is that I was really into um like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit so I like the idea of of expansive stories where you kind of got a lot of books to explore a really big epic story yeah so the idea that you know they were kind of and this is so silly that the EU thought this was necessary but to like write books and trilogies or quadrilogies kind of stuck with me so I was like oh my god there's a trilogy of books and then I'd buy the unread all three books or yeah, something yeah. and it was stupid but you yeah, know, it's that like this, filled that. Yeah, it's like this itch. weird boner that Star Wars fans have for three of things. Yeah, it always it's always in threes. Um, um yeah, I, I think, um, and that's what I think that's why, and obviously because we we've talked about this a lot of times, we uh, or many times that we grew up in an era without without the movies, and so the Star Wars expanded universe was our movies, and being yep. able to consume that media. Um, allowed us to to continue to enjoy it. I mean, like we got the um, we were kids for I would say the golden age of Star Wars video games too. I have really good memories of playing Star Wars Tie Fighter oh, in actually, your basement. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I think yeah, Star um, Wars X Wing in uh-huh. your basement. I never had well, I never had X Wing. You never had Tie Fighter. Oh yeah, Tie Fighter. My, I loved yeah, Tie Fighter. And maybe that was my other big outlet too for Star Wars was playing those games. Dark Forces. Mm-hmm. I was big into Dark Forces. Yeah, um, I love Dark Forces. That was like my dad bought a CD player for our computer. And it came with Dark Forces for free, <laughs> and that was just like I was so into that, you know. And then, um, and then I found I think I found X Wing for like a couple bucks at Walmart, and I played the, the hell out of that game. I'm sorry, X Wing, Tie Fighter. Yep. Um, and then uh, Star Wars Rebel Assault Two. My dad found that really cheap. Oh, right, right. At like CompUSA or one of those computer stores don't exist anymore. Um, and that was that one was was dumb because. It was just like an arcade game. You could play your computer. <laughs> well, um, but it was fun. It was really fun. It was it was cool, and it gave you I don't know. Well, some insight into the into the what yeah, was exactly. happening. I remember um, one of our friends had a um, had an N sixty four, and they had, like Shadows of the Empire video game. Oh, yeah. I was I like that was a game. blast. Um, and then I also remember at the movie theater was the Star Wars trilogy arcade game. Yeah, that's right. That thing is sick. I used to go there and play the Battle of Yavin, like. Oh yeah, yeah. Over and over. over and over <laughs> again. Like I would sit, you know, I think it was like a fucking wasn't it like a it was like a buck seventy five to play. Yeah, that it was game. a lot. That's a lot back then. It was a big machine. It was like you sat down. You sat in, in it. it, yeah. But I think that was the appeal too, you know. Oh yeah, it was different because it, like, it was like a co- or, yeah. yeah. It was like a cockpit. Yeah. And so you were like you were flying the X-Men. It was cool. So it was, cool. was totally sick. I um We also had we were prime years for the Rogue Squadron games. Uh, on N64 and then Rogue Squadron 3, which was right. awesome. I never had a GameCube for Rogue Squadron 3, but I remember playing that somewhere. I didn't play as many of those. Maybe I'd, uh, that was, I'd moved that on. That was the that tail point. end. Yeah, probably the tail end of all of us playing video games. But I thought, I mean, that's definitely like, I, I love TIE Fighter. I told you, I knew, I knew someone um, in college that got uh, like a the tattoo that the like the family crest or whatever of the guy from tie fighter oh yeah and he was like he was like dude you love star wars he's like check it out and he like held up his arm and i remember thinking like i don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> like you know like i'm a yeah. huge star wars fan but i did it like it went right past me right and he was like huh am i right <laughs> i was like 
it looks real neat. He's like, it's from Star Wars. And I was like, oh, right, right. And I had to like run home. This is like pre-smartphones. I right. like ran home and had to, had to quickly look it up. I was like, it was like eating at me all day. <laughs> I was like, what is that from Star Wars? What is it from Star Wars? It's like the, it's. That's a, that's a deep cut tattoo, man. Oh, no, that's hardcore. Like, how are you going to explain that for the rest of your life? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't get tattoos, period. But I don't, like, how are you going to explain the yeah, obscure everyone, reference? <laughs> you can't get a tattoo without someone being like, uh, what's it mean, man? <laughs> Especially if it's boldly on your arm and it's like this weird, it's like a family crest of a fictional character from a video game on PC when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, they don't make it anymore, so you can't you can't fact check me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, it's... Uh, I, I think we got the full brunt of the Star Wars. Uh, I don't want to say reboot because obviously we use that we word got, a lot. We got now. the EU as they were building the yep. EU. Yeah, yeah, we got caught in that riptide. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And all my earliest memories are tied up in that. Although, you know what sucks, man? I mean, I don't want to be an old like curmudgeonly fucker, but I am. Uh, like all these kids get expanded universe um, action figures now. Like, I mean, that. And like we didn't have any of that, and not to mention, and I'm just I'm gonna put it out there, I am pissed. Action figures are so much cooler now than they were when I was a kid. Yeah, all their joints move. Yeah, those those Star Wars Black Series. I mean, my favorite, oh, the Black Series, no shit. Great, they're great. My favorite um, Star Wars action figure was the Rebel Soldier from Endor. I I used to play with that guy all the time, and I think about that guy's legs are bent and like contrapasto position and his arms are straight out <laughs> like so that he the only way like if he was going to hold up his rifle he was holding it literally at arm's length from himself <laughs> right like i'm just thinking about it and it's like how did i ever like <laughs> we like, made do we like, made do yeah, like god forbid that they just put a joint so his arms could move just bend you know or they like, started doing that for the fan for like the phantom menace toys i know and i just totally we were, we were getting boat. way too old. At yeah, that we point. were. I was. We were past that point, and I just can't believe how lucky kids are to have these fully articulated, yeah. amazingly detailed, uh, relatively affordable action figures that yeah. you can do. You know, to, like, to that end, if you're an adult and you're collecting these action figures, stop. Leave them for the kids. <laughs> I always feel so bad. Like I know it's fun. I know people get a lot of enjoyment out of it, so I don't want to. I don't want to like slag them for that. But I always see them. Because as always, like my Instagram, things you might like is full of like VHS collectors, you know, <laughs> Apparently. movie movie people doing movie reviews, which oh god, and um, which are the worst. Instagram movie reviews are the worst. Um, <laughs> and then dudes like Star Wars stuff, and a lot of Star Wars stuff is you know people buying action figures and they have them like in the packages laid out on the floor and like here's my haul from today and it's, yeah, like, yeah. two of everything. And I'm just thinking, there's some poor kid, some ten year old kid who saved his pennies or whatever <laughs> right, or his right. parents are like gonna his allowance yeah or he's gonna treat him and, and buy him an action figure and he really wants whatever you know who, you know a, a finn or a ray or whoever it is and he gets there or she gets there and there's nothing <laughs> you know yeah, there's a stormtrooper and there's uh the Tuscan Raider, and it's just what? so disappointing, and I feel so bad for those kids. Don't you worry, Murph, because if you want more Star Wars action figures, Disney will help you out. <laughs> they will keep making They're them. They're going to keep making them. Um, I know what you mean. I do. A lot of my uh, Instagram pops up as people um, posing Star Wars characters and like take, or uh, Star Wars action figures and like yeah. setting up scenes and stuff. 
it's honestly at first i thought it was kind of silly but there are some really good ones i think there's some yeah some that you follow that i that pop up in mind sometimes i gotta say i don't terribly mind that i'm with you people that keep the things in the packages it it's just it's not my jam so i don't get it at all but um uh, i kind of get this like the statues like the really big expensive statues i really don't get because like i mean i guess i don't get it but like a kid like kid that's not for kids that's for adults like if you want to have a cool nerd shrine yeah cool buy <laughs> buy a darth maul like a 12 inch tall darth maul fully <laughs> fully detailed for 200 dollars. that's how you want to spend your money yeah man i never to you yeah i never understood i never got that stuff <laughs> yeah i don't whatever. you know like all my toys were in my closet you know, you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I in, never, in a bucket yeah. or in a, a, a Tupperware tub yeah, like and you dug an through the tub yeah. until you found the guy you like wanted. I'm, I'm pretty room. sure that my Bosk action figure is in this corner. <laughs> yeah. I remember being really upset because um, I was ripping through it once and I accidentally busted uh, Dengar's arm off. And I remember, oh, no. And it was like just at the point where I was like a little bit like this was it for me in action figures. I remember busting off and I was like, I need to get another one. And then I was like, well, it's probably missing the train on that now (laughs) you're pushing it do you want to be that yeah you want to be that guy in line buying one dengar action figure (laughs) it doesn't matter i just needs to have the right arm intact (laughs) i'm not going to keep it in the package if that's what you guys are thinking (laughs) um so yeah i mean maybe you guys have some uh some early star wars memories that you guys want to share with us uh message us instagram twitter uh tumblr we're uh, just so desperate facebook interaction well, it would be fun, you know. I mean, it's it would be, um, you know, if you guys want to have input on this in this podcast, that would be awesome because I think we're pretty open to constant communicating. We are totally, with people. yeah. No, we're open. I, I would love to hear uh, questions. Uh, hit us with Twitter questions. Hit us with Facebook questions. We'll try to, if we have some, we will leave some time at the end of the next podcast to answer questions. Yeah, totally. And if you got your own favorite Star Wars memories or anything like that, hit us up, just, man. Yeah, drop that crap right on our pod, right on the podcast. Uh, you know, the the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. I don't care. Just drop it right there. We'll read it. Burden us with your with your memories. You could be lucky. You could be the only one. You could, and then <laughs> it's I'll a one hundred percent guarantee that we'll read it <laughs> on the podcast. Um. But uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Thanks for doing listening. a little uh, little mini episode here to break up our longer episodes. Right, and next time we're going to be doing X-Wing Rogue Squadron 2, Wedge's uh, Gamble. Wedge's Gamble, which I think has like the worst cover. It's I like, don't, I, these are all ebooks for me, so I don't see the covers anymore. It's a, it's like a, it's a, a Lamba shuttle, yeah. like flying away from an explosion with like two X-Wings, like zoom, zoom, <laughs> like off to the side. Perfect. It's not, it's just not my cup of tea. Get Hopefully, Tycho gets to do something. No, that's his shuttle. Show. That's why it's on the cover. <laughs> All right, guys. All well, right. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Rest in Peace EU, the Star Wars Expanded Universe podcast. If you would like to know more about our show, please visit ripeu.tumblr.com. The theme music is Go Go 60s, written and recorded by Dave Depper under a Creative Commons non-commercial attribution license. For more work by this artist and others, please visit freemusicarchive.org. RIPEU is unaffiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or their associated companies. All characters, places, and events are the copyright of their respective trademark and copyright holders.